Welcome to Cut, where we decide what movies should have cut and what movies made the cut. I'm Marcella Mack, your local pretentious film snob, helping you decide whether you've just wasted precious hours of your life on the movie you've come to hear about. Now this is your official spoiler alert, so if you'd rather avoid spoilers, cut this episode off right now. Today we're talking about Midsommar. If you don't know, here's my quick rundown. After experiencing a family tragedy, the main character, Danny, is reluctantly invited by her boyfriend on a trip to Sweden with his friends. It's a rural commune, which is nice talk for cult, that has an annual Midsummer festival in which they crown a May Queen. Naturally, the group finds themselves in for more than they bargained for, witnessing creepy things and red flags, yet in horror movie fashion, being completely oblivious to it all until it's too late. Now, if you haven't seen it, you've probably heard people raving about it, and you know, that's just something I don't get. I've got friends who talk about how great it is just because of the strange events and unique cult setting, but I need more than setting in a movie, and I almost want to say more than plot, but I really don't even think I can give it that because its plot is just all over the place, honestly. I can't say it was bad all the way through, nor was it made poorly. It just really left me wondering what I just watched and what the point of me wasting 140 minutes on it was. Today I was joined by Kanan Mack, my brother and fellow film snob. If anything, I got this toxic trait from him. Hi, <laughs> uh, I'm glad to be here and discuss a movie that uh, I think was um, terrible, or at least um, pretty pretty poor in, in taste and in content. And, uh, you know, I'm not just going to say that just to say it as a blanket statement. I, I definitely have reasons why. So uh, whenever you want to get into it, please. So, Kanan, you and I watched Midsummer together. And I actually mm-hmm. just watched it again and felt every hour. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> tell me your thoughts on the movie. Uh, so in general, I thought, and I'll, and I'll say the good parts first, right? Because no, no movie, well, some movies are, but this movie was not utterly... Uh, trash. It's, it's not like it had no redeeming qualities, but um, I did enjoy the cinematography, right? It was really, really um, great shooting as far as showing the backdrop in almost every scene. You still felt like you were in that commune, in this little tucked away valley inside the mountains. Um, you certainly never forgot how far away from the rest of, I guess, society you are with this rural community of people who have stayed away from modern society. Um, I, I did like some of the dynamics between characters. Um, I think the costume design was, was pretty awesome. Um, but other than that, I mean, <clears throat> that, that's honestly all I have to say. All, only, the only good things I have to say about the film because all the core components of the film were just so poorly done. Writing, um, honestly, some, most, most of the acting, I know there were some good actors, but a lot of the acting to me was bad. Um, the delivery of lines, the, the overall character plots, like as they intersect with each other, it all felt like really uh, scattered. It felt like someone just threw something on a wall, you know? And uh, yeah, 
So those are, that's my general opinion of the movie. I, I agree. I think that it started out good. Like you, you know, you kind of think, okay, this is going to be a good movie because it's got a nice lead in and it's, it's great cinematically, like you said, with painting the backdrop and like Ari Aster is always really good at setting the scene and he's mm-hmm. really good at like creating and like depicting an awkward situation. And that's yeah. one of your things to be done well in movies. And he always does a good job at that. And, you know, like the technical stuff, like camera, the camera angles and like the tactical use of sound, like, yeah, yeah that's I think that was all one point. But it just, it needs, it needs more than that. I think when you get deeper into it is when it starts having issues. Uh, yeah, so I think my main issue was just the overall plot, right? So um, basically when you go into a movie, no matter what the movie is, it could be romance, comedy, whatever it is, there's some objective that you want that the the viewer is supposed to slowly develop inside of them as they watch something that they want to happen for or to the protagonist or the main character, right? You want him to win, you want him to lose, you want him to get the girl, uh, you want him to grow up and realize that he was wrong, whatever it is. But here, there's, like, I had no there was never a time where I just like felt I wanted anything for the lead role. Um, what's her name again? I forget her name. Uh, Danny. Janny? Danny? Danny. Yeah. Uh, there was, there was never a time where I felt like there was anything I specifically wanted for her or I even had, I didn't even know what it was that she was seeking. All I know is that she was traumatized. She was very emotional throughout the whole movie and spent probably half of her screen time crying um and that she went to this commune uh with her boyfriend and it was all so weird and forced like even the decision to go after her what is it her sister uh just died right and her family had died or yeah and then she's just like yeah no i'm I'm gonna get on the plane and go on the trip with you guys because it's gonna be a really great time don't mind me mourning the death of everybody um you guys should still be able to have fun and uh, I don't know, it was just so weird and forced to even go there. And and I think the characters, the way they interact with each other is so, it was like really, really surface level. Like there was no close friendships. It was just this guy, his girlfriend, and then his three friends. Who like and, didn't like her at all. What'd you say? And they like didn't even like her. They like were telling No, no one that. wanted her to be there. And then he didn't even want his own girl. He was one of the worst like maybe that was the point was was like to draw him out or his character was supposed to be a terrible terrible boyfriend but like he was terrible um what'd you say sorry it was too much i feel like it was just like so i have my issues with him too that i'm gonna go into it was just so blatant that like this is a bad person this is like that just didn't care about her whatsoever i mean he literally is just like Oh, that's crazy. Your family just died. But we planned a trip. And uh, this is like really putting a downer on the trip. So can you just stay? And um, yeah. And she's like, okay. Um, It it was just bad, I think. Um, uh, And again, so yeah, like I was saying, the characters, they don't even interact with each other in a way that is, it's just like the common, uh, typical, like, the guys, like, they just talk to each other surface level. None of them really even know each other, it seems like. And then they all just make these random rash decisions. 
and you have like the common tropes of okay uh, i forget his name but the uh the dark-skinned black guy was the um he's the academic of the group and he's the one who starts trying to research what's going on here and then you have the dumb one who brazenly goes into anything uh and is looking for women uh and then the one who is just kind of laid back and doesn't really do much but seems more sure of himself right and like none of them do anything they just they they interact with people in awkward ways and then they die off screen almost all of them and it's and, so uh, when they die it, it is like it's okay they were just walking there and then the next morning uh they're lost and no one can find them so you're left to assume that they died and then you see their bodies at the end but okay i mean what it i i, I don't understand the the whole like arc of, of getting there like why the decision to go here and then when you show up and you realize that these people um are strange okay maybe you still stay and figure it out you don't want to be rude but then when you see these people gathering at the bottom of a mountain and praising uh, this ceremonial suicide by throwing themselves off onto rocks. Uh, why, why would you stay? Why would you stay? And, and, then, and then they try to leave and they're okay with the fact that when they try to leave, they tell them, no, we have to drive each one of you separately. Um, or, oh, your boyfriend already left. He, he, he already got dropped off at the airport. Like, what? Just stay together. You know these people are psychotic. You know there's something wrong with them. Stay together. Force your way to a car. They have cars there, and steal it. Like I don't understand the 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 writing that makes these people who now have a reason to fear for their life still try to adhere to uh, being polite and asking for like a napkin. And is it okay if we leave? Like, dude, you're gonna die. I mean, it takes you it, out of it because it's not. It really, it really does. And like, that's the same thing that you and me have issues with with that other movie was that the green room the green room yeah it's like in movies like people aren't that dumb no people just aren't this stupid like no one questioned it maybe danny did a little bit she would say something to her boyfriend and he'd be like don't worry about it basically he'd be well, like yeah <laughs> like yeah well your two friends are missing he's like oh they're probably like doing something like, yeah, and it's so, exactly, like, uh, yeah, they're probably doing something. Where? They've never been here before. Why would they be off doing something? And it, it is so strange, like, it didn't make sense at all to me. Like, I, I don't get that. It, it's so weird and frustrating how, in horror movies specifically, it's almost like, here's, here's, here's one take on it. A movie, a horror movie is bad when the characters have to, be stupid beyond the average level of stupidity uh, or rash decision making um, in order for the plot to, to work, right? Like in order for you to get to the part where they do get kidnapped and sewn up and cut up and all of this, they had to be, they had to act in a way that was dumber than anyone would rationally, any rational person would ever be in that situation, which means it's bad writing because you didn't write it in a way where it's plausible that a real person, an average person could get caught up into this type of situation, no matter what they did. Those are the movies that are really scary, you know? Exactly. When, when it's realistic and you can feel it and you feel like you would make the same decisions, or at least like it's plausible that someone would make those decisions. But when exactly. it's not, that's when I yell cut. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it was nonsensical to be honest. And uh, too, too much 
the other qualm I have with the movie is how long it was for absolutely no reason. I mean, two hours, what? 20 minutes. There's two hours and 20 minutes. And a good hour of that was spent just panning shots around the farmland, whatever you want to call it, and showing the ways that they dance, the weird tea that they drink with drugs, um, all of these things that kind of look more like an exhibit of the lifestyle of the the people who live there without incorporating the characters. It's more so like two different, not two different stories, but it's it's way too removed from the core story because we see too much of what's going on with them, uh, the people who live there, and it doesn't involve our characters very much other than them awkwardly staring and being weirded out. Um, there's very little progression. Basically, they showed up there and they just stayed around while everything got more and more intense. They stared as they you know, slowly but surely figured out that they were going to die. Uh, and then they just died. And it just mean. and then at the end, the ending was so terrible. Like this girl who's been through all this trauma is now smiling and happy that she gets to be the, the next queen of these insane people. I don't, I don't even understand. It doesn't make sense. And you sit there like, you know, movies are supposed to have a purpose or some sort of lesson or some sort of message that the director is trying to portray through it and you're just sitting there like what well what was it what was i gain learn from this film there was nothing right like i mean you i forget what it's called i think it's called a like real real people real film snobs you know because i just like watching movies but real film snobs will be upset that i butchered this but 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 i think seriously I think it's called like uh, Chekhov's gun or Orlovsky's gun and some Russian name. Uh, and it's like um, a theory or a, a, an ideal from playwriting, but it applies to any type of media, like movies, stories, whatever, that if you introduce an item or you introduce um, a character trait or art, that it must actually be used by the end of the movie or the scene. I mean, of the end of the movie or the story. So if you know you introduced a gun in the beginning of the movie gave it some significance by giving it screen time by the end of that movie the gun should be used in some way or else it was a waste there was no point and here i mean we we get we get this sob story shoved down our throats for an hour about her family um all of this tragedy and then for what like it it had nothing to do at the end with deciding to kill her boyfriend and uh become the flower queen uh, on top of these carcasses like it was so so weird yeah it just was just too much going on and i feel like maybe he had an idea but he just had too many ideas and threw them all in there and then kind of gave up towards the end i think so too and um i mean it's not it's not something that's new for this director right because hereditary was a great movie. 85% of that movie was amazing, right? I think it was really well written. It was actually scary. There was no like no jump creepy, creepy little yeah, no creepy little uh, jump squares or anything like that. It was actually scary and uh, really mentally uh, disheveling. Like it really made you feel unsettled. And um, but then the last 15 minutes were like it was part of a different movie. It's like a, a, a comical fairy tale or something. Yeah. People floating in the sky and it it was so it was such a letdown and at least at least this time uh there was no letdown because it was bad from the beginning so so it was consistent and we'll give it that <laughs> exactly
Yeah, it seems to be a trend with Ari Aster because, like, he just falls off at the end. I don't know if he just gets tired. He's like, well, I already made my money. I don't, like, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's like that line of, that train of thought is just derailed at the end. There's no continuation, no consistency. Yeah, because I totally agree. The same thing happened in Hereditary. And this was what he did right after Hereditary. And even uh, exactly. a, a critique in Hollywood and Toto called this movie Midsummer his sophomore slump since Hereditary uh, <laughs> did so well, you know, with audiences. And then I can did, agree with that, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree too. And, you know, it, it makes sense because Hereditary was really disturbing. There were shocking images and it was this slow burn unsettling. And I think that that, you know, he thought, okay, that works. So then he tried to mix that with this different type of setting and these different types of character tropes. But um, instead, he just tried to throw as many unsettling things into one movie as he could. And none of them were actually yeah. uh, significant. They did, like, what was, what was the point of showing the whole suicide, uh, you know, when they jumped, they jumped off the rocks and like, what was the point of showing that if they were just going to look at that and be like, Oh, that's crazy. They do that. Um, when culture. are we, when are we eating though? That's their culture. So let's eat. Literally. Like, what? what? And there was that moment where she, um, she kind of freaked out after they like took the drugs and something happened. She, you know, went to their little outhouse for the bathroom and there's, you know, this creepy like outline of like a girl standing behind her, you know, like mm -hmm. in typical horror movie fashion. It's never ever brought up again. Nope. <laughs> just a weird thing it's, that happened Move exactly on. there's so many so many moments like that in that film where it's just you you introduce something into the screen uh it's supposed to give this shock value whatever and then it's gone and at the end you're left with like no story at all no real understanding no sense of finality you just know oh, okay these six people came here and all of them died except for one and now they want this one to be their next uh queen um their blood queen or whatever that's that's crazy great story <laughs> right i think people you know just gas it up just because it was so like you know different and unique and like oh it's a cult For sure so interesting but like yeah it needs to be more than just a setting and a plot well, I, I think people gassed it up because like you said it's a uh, it was riding the wave like hereditary like these different sort of indie type um horror films but they're more so like a horror slash psychological. And uh, so it fits that, that same type of um, cutout. But there was, if you ask anybody who hypes it up, what, are, what can they even tell you about it? What was, the, what was the director's message? What was the significance of the movie? Um, you know, tell me what you think about the outcome for the, the main character's goals. Did they get what they needed, what they deserved? Like none of that can be answered because it's just some traumatic, traumatized girl who then gets turned into some uh, Swedish concubine um, queen maiden. If, well, I don't, what? Just because she's the perfect, you know, target for a cult like that because she just experienced a horrific tragedy. Yeah, like, but, but why do they need to, they flee this, I mean, yeah, dude, it doesn't make any sense. And the fact that, like, you know, there was the, there were the characters who, um, like their friend who brought them there in the first place, whose job it is to go and get people, visitors to come and do like, it's so strange. And you know what? That was never even fully like. No, it wasn't fleshed out at all. Like it was like, he pretty much was lying the whole time and actually came there just 
you know, all the people who had friends from the outside that came, they knew what was going to happen and they mm-hmm. knew their friends weren't going to leave. So this friend of theirs who they seem to have known for a long time is clearly like a traitor and like just brought them all to essentially their- For sure, for sure. And never, ever like brought up. Just yeah. Side note in the movie. Like that's a pretty big thing to just brush over. Pretty important. And uh, it was just glossed right over, but- yeah. But yeah, I mean, for me, honestly, that's the, those are the extent of my of, of my complaints about the movie. It just left me feeling, not, I feel like I waste my time. Um, yeah. It was too long, and and like I said, the characters made no sense. The decision making was, I mean, I would expect fourth graders to survive longer than they did, <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I just thought that it, it had no real sense of direction. It was just supposed to make people feel. Um, shocked at times and then oh my god look how beautiful all the cinematography is and it's burning and that's so that's so quirky like she's she's the queen now like you know it's it's so weird like for real and honestly i think with that like the shock value that they rely on they also really use like body horror as a crutch like just you know showing gruesome imagery of like the suicides and like disturbing like sexual events right and that's supposed to be like the big you know, you're still, yeah. talking, but why are you showing me this? Exactly. And that's, that's a great point because it is, it's so misplaced. It's so out of place. It's like, okay, this is like the sex scene with the women standing around moaning. Yeah. Like what, what, what value did that add? What context did that add? Other than the fact that this is some creepy ritual where you guys watch um, someone be deflowered and then you're just like, well, okay. Yeah. Like what? Like, why? Okay. Why? <laughs> and then, and then the uh, albino um, disfigured child or person who lives in the, the the place where they keep, he lives in the building. He sleeps in the building where they keep the uh, the books, mm-hmm. and he like kills the uh, the black guy who's trying to research the books. Like, what is the? Where did he come from? Who is he? We're told about him is that he's a product of inbreeding. Exactly, but I assume they all were. So. Yeah. Like why? It's just, I don't even have words. It's literally like the biggest word that comes to mind with this movie is why. Like, what? Yeah. yeah. Why? That's, I mean, that's, that's really the best. It's so, and it is, it is a difficult movie to critique because it's, you don't even have, like, even our conversation over this movie, um, it's been very hard for it to follow any natural progression to talk about things in sequence because there is no sense of sequence or progression uh, in the movie. It's just a, uh, it's a, a smorgasbord of random things that I guess were supposed to be shocking and then we're supposed to be interesting and it's up to you to piece them together. Exactly. Exactly. So with that, um, I think we both know the answer to this question, but in tradition, we're going to ask it, did this movie make the cut or should it have cut? It should have cut. It should have cut before it started rolling. <laughs> I agree. Cut. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks a lot for having me on. It's been a pleasure. And um, hopefully next time we have a movie to talk about that is not absolute trash. Yes, I very much hope so, too. And thank you guys for listening. Hopefully next episode we'll talk about a really good movie that made the cut. Please be advised that Marcella has no degrees or credentials in filmmaking or critiquing. She has simply watched so many movies and read about filmmaking that she simply can no longer hold her tongue and must discuss every movie she watches. It's quite a toxic trait, but she hopes you are at least entertained by it. These reviews are mere opinions and she welcomes any opposing arguments. If you have taken this woman or her co-host seriously, please check with your doctor before continuing to listen to more episodes of Cuffed.